0: Now with a few days off, we're going to have a couple of off-day Locked On Capitals. I don't think we're the only ones catching this day off trend because, heck, even the Washington Capitals are taking another day off. Why is that? Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Locked On Capitals. I am your host, as always, the insider of the insiders, Tyler Jewell, here on this Wednesday morning. And it is Wednesday, which means off day for the Washington Capitals. By that, I mean the fact that they do not play until Friday. But as we have seen now, there is another certain day off with the Washington Capitals, and it's not necessarily for a good reason, we will get into it here on this edition of Locked on Capitals. We're going to do a little bit more of a widespread show here. And the reason why is, well, one, we'll talk about the Caps. Don't worry. But, you know, we didn't really have time on Monday nor Tuesday because of the Capitals games to address the fact of what has really gone on around the National Hockey League. By that, I mean the massive amount of firings we had past weekend, this past weekend in regards to the Vancouver Canucks and the Philadelphia Flyers. We'll talk about that a little bit as well and kind of just bounce around and just kind of look at the games that happened tonight, look what's going on, and kind of just have a nice chillaxed Wednesday hump day edition of Lockdown Caps. So welcome into this show. Well, first, guys, before we get too far into it, I got to say that today's episode is brought to you by Primal Origin Oils. Got beard? Get primal. Stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed by checking out primaloriginoils.com. To learn more about the full line of beer products, use the promo code On to get 20% discount at checkout. So, with that being said, let's kind of get into the, the sour news from yesterday. Garnet Hathaway, number one, put on the COVID-19 protocol list for the Washington Capitals, making him the third cap to be on the list. Now, yes, that list is a very bad list, because you never want to be on that list, because the Washington Capitals had enough of those problems last year, it seemed like. And, yes, yeah, so makes the three players now. If you're seeing on our YouTube channel, of course, you see right there that there's three guys on that list. The other two, Trevor Van Riemsyke and Nick Dowd, both of those guys were out of the lineup on Monday against the Anaheim Ducks. Now, thankfully, the Capitals were able to kind of overcome that and win that game. However, here's the problem. That kind of, that COVID, positive COVID protocol test or that went for Hathaway has forced the Washington Capitals to decide, well, we have a couple days off here. Let's cancel practice on Wednesday. So the practice originally scheduled for 11 a.m. today, not going to happen. Now, what does this mean? Well, I mean, it could mean a couple things. Number one, not good times for the Washington Capitals because it means there could be a COVID issue. Number two, how bad is it going to be is, and how long will this bug be around? Because obviously it's not out of the room. Because if it were, well, there would be no Hathaway issues and so on and so forth. Obviously, we had there was a lot of issues last year with the Washington Capitals. There was the, the Russians hanging out together, Kuznetsov, Orlov, Samsonov, Ovechkin, all having to sit out four games due to violating COVID protocol issues. So yes, I understand that. And there were other positive cases. Kuznetsov and Samsonov were off and on, off and on, off and on. But... My thing is, this is like, and, and the crazy part is this, the, the caps, they're all wearing masks right now. And as we've learned, being vaccinated against COVID-19 does not necessarily mean that you're going to not get COVID. And, you know, I was listening to the Jeff Merrick show on Tuesday. Jeff Merrick, a longtime uh, radio personality up in Toronto and Canada has his own show on Sportsnet 590, actually across all the Sportsnet radio networks now, a syndicated program. And it's one of the hosts of Wednesday Night Hockey on CBC, Hockey Night Canada, 32 Thoughts, podcast with Ellie Freeman, and so on and so forth. Anyways, he's talking to Andy Strickland from the Cam and Strick podcast, him and Cam Jansen. And Andy made a very good point saying that COVID's everywhere. And it's really, it's almost impossible to avoid it. You can do what you can, mask up socially distance, so on and so forth but he made a really good point saying if you went into a restaurant or a store and screened every single person that walked into that place how many of them you think would test positive there's a good chance there's a lot of them and now he didn't say this is the reason why he didn't say anything like you should avoid avoid taking it seriously or just say oh it's like the common cold now because it's not obviously the the Omicron variant is still very around. But the point of the matter was this, was he saying that people that go to these events and people that even are vaccinated, people that have vaccine cards, they may still be positive. There may have been times that I have been positive the last couple of weeks. Shoot, there was someone that worked in my studio that had COVID, didn't find that out until she actually got sick and started experiencing symptoms. So yeah, I almost had a panic attack because I had to go up to Western Michigan, up there to St. Lawrence. Remember that? Remember when I was in the hotel? Yeah, that was just a few days removed from that. I was not uh, not feeling. I, I I felt fine. I was healthy. I didn't have any symptoms. But in terms of I could possibly have something, yeah, that was a cause for concern. But since I didn't experience any symptoms and I had had a you know vaccine, I'm vaccinated against COVID nineteen. I was cleared to go. So. Back to this story here with the Washington Capitals is no matter what if you are if you test positive you can't play. Now the good part is since the Washington Capitals are fully vaccinated these three players that you see below, Hathaway, Van Ramsdijk, and Dowd, they can come back as long as they get two negative tests, which means you test now that's not back like two tests in one day. You have to test, you know, Dowd they tested, I don't know if the last time he tested positive was, but say he tested positive on Monday, Buddy tested negative yesterday and then today on Wednesday, he could play Friday. Now, I don't know if it's that that simple right now. I don't know what is what the testing protocol is. Everyone's getting tested today, on Wednesday. And it may be a case when you have enough players testing positive that you have to start getting tested every single day, which is kind of smart. I understand that. I mean, heck, we've seen a lot of players have to a lot of teams have to have issues with with COVID protocol issues in terms of having player personnel. the I believe the St. Louis Blues, because they were talking to Andy Strickland, they had to play with 10 forwards and 7 defensemen on Tuesday night because of the fact that they couldn't bring anyone up due to salary cap issues because COVID protocol doesn't necessarily mean, the COVID list does not necessarily mean IR or LTIR does not free up any cap space. Now, there is the whole thing that there is enough people, a lot of managers and whatnot, a lot of teams are trying to, prove, trying to get it out there and say that there should be leeway for teams that are fully vaccinated i.e. everybody but detroit but the long and the short of it is the fact that they want to have the i I don't know it i kind of concur with the idea doug armstrong who is the you know the general manager of hockey canada too here he likes the idea of giving teams a little bit of cap space and try to find a way to figure out the money later on because of the fact that you know Team should not be penalized for following the protocols, right? Like, that's what he says. And I I agree with that 100%. Now, if you want to penalize the team next year for going over the cap, sure. But this year in particular, you know, that may not be a bad idea to give them a little bit of leeway. Now, granted, I am fully under the impression, folks, that this pandemic is not over by a long shot. I am sorry. This thing is developing by the day, okay? This is a thing that's just not going to, There's a good chance by the next presidential election, the next prime minister election up in Canada, that this thing will still be around. It's going to be a long time before back to normal. Yes. Are there signs of good? Yes. But what 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 factual evidence can we show that we are better than we were two years ago? March 2020. We have vaccines. Awesome. Unfortunately, new variant. Not good. I don't know what the plan is going to be with that. But how it's affecting the National Hockey League is this. Players will test positive. They will continue to test positive. It's just the long and the short of it. On the Washington Capitals side of things, as of right now, they're still playing Friday night against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Could that change by the time Friday comes around? abso Should we be optimistic that they can play? Sure. As long as those are the only three players that are on the COVID protocol list and they, the Caps find a way to kind of get a couple more guys in the lineup. They have enough guys on the roster that can play. They've obviously seen a lot of the young kids step up and have to play big minutes. And with these guys all being out, some bigger minutes will have to be played. You know, we're going to really see which of the young guys really steps up outside, of course, the usual guys we talked about, Fair, Vary, McMichael, and so forth. But the fact of the matter is this. If you didn't think, to all the to fans from other fan bases that are tuning into the show, first of all, thank you and welcome. Secondly, it's going to happen to your team too. The Ottawa Senators, fully vaccinated. They got dinged. New York Islanders, fully vaccinated team. They got dinged as well. St. Louis Blues are having issues. They haven't been dinged yet and had to miss games, but they're close. It's a problem. And unfortunately, it's just not going to just go away if we ask it too politely. This is something that's going to hang around, and everyone's going to get affected by it. You're right. Some teams may not. Some teams may get lucky and not have to worry about it, not to have to postpone any games, not to have any issues with playing with short rosters because of COVID protocol and salary cap issues. That may not be the case. You're right. However, don't be surprised when you miss two of your better players because of the fact that they tested positive. And yes, they could test positive even though they should, don't show any symptoms. Welcome to 2021. Welcome to 2022. And just keep the years going because I want to be optimistic about this sort of thing. Unfortunately, a lot of my colleagues can agree with me that we have not had much to really be optimistic about over the last, what are we at, 20 months now? March, March? 19? Uh, 21 months now. So, yeah, that, that's just how the game, how the way the game has gone. So I hope the Caps are able to get through this. Hopefully they're able to find a way to make sure they can staff a full roster on Friday night. Hopefully they don't have to postpone any games. Hopefully this doesn't turn anything too serious because that would be awful for them. So let's just keep our fingers crossed and knock on wood that the Pens and Caps will play on Friday night. So, yeah, the, there's still a lot to go on here, and we'll, we'll kind of touch around. We'll, we'll get off the COVID page here in just a minute, and we'll get to some of the more, I don't want to say any good news, but news that has kind of really hit the hay over the past weekend, talking about the Philadelphia Flyers, the Vancouver Canucks. We'll kind of break that down for you, just in case you guys didn't really know exactly all the details with that. But first, guys, I gotta tell ya, you got to tell you, you got a beard? We got to get Primal. That's right. Got beard? Get Primal. If you or someone you care about and has a beard, it needs to get Primal, and maybe you're that guy that's never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Their goal is to help others look good and live healthier lives through the use of natural oils, Products of free and, for our forefront, free from harmful synthetic ingredients with low impact on our planet. Primal origin oils make balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard products available. This is due to the exotic carrier blends with oils like raspberry seed, rosehip, and chia seed oil. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the United States. Most companies focus on fragrance first, and that leads to a lot of product that does not feel good on the skin when we took a step back and focused on the ingredients to make sure that every product feels great and smells fantastic. And we know that every company claims to have the best primal origin oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel in beard to the other companies you've used. We promise you'll see the and feel the difference by using the promo code LOCKEDON. you can get 20% off. PrimalOriginOils.com. Once again, that is the promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for 20% off at PrimalOrigins.com. Also, guys, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. In this holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavors, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugars, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. Bilt Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Bilt Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one on your jacket or purse because you never know when you're going to need it. Your friends with Santa will tell Santa to throw a few Bilt Bars in those stockings. And with so many flavors, they'd make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. Offer, you got to go to Bilt.com to get the promo code offer LOCKED15, that locked 15 to get 15% off your order. Once again, that is 15. Get 15% off at built.com. So, if the guys, unfortunately, just kind of missed the past week, and if you're like myself, they were still trying to figure out how, when the Blue Blaze and you-know-what, the Detroit Lions won a football game, you would have missed what happened between both the Vancouver Canucks and the Philadelphia Flyers. The Vancouver Canucks cleaned house, and cleaned house in a hard, hard way. Now, yes, they have not had the greatest start to the season. They are last in the Pacific Division. Below now, the Seattle Kraken. Not where you want to be. 9 15 2, as I talk about this a little regatta. However, they did pick up a win with their new coach, which we'll kind of touch on here in just a moment's time. And the fact of the matter is this they play a tough game on Sunday, lose to Boston. Not good. Pardon me. Further back. They had a tough game. On Saturday, right? Yeah, they lost to Pittsburgh on Saturday. So I looked at the wrong score. I looked at something like they didn't play Sunday. Firings around Sunday. Lost to Pittsburgh, embarrassingly, at home. Of course, yes, this came after a big win against Ottawa, but unfortunately, that doesn't really mean a whole lot. Right now, Ottawa is still kind of struggling themselves. They lose to Pittsburgh at 4-1 on home ice. The fire gym betting chance come out. The sweaters are hitting the ice at Rogers Arena, and you just thought, this can't be good. Because it's been a slow-burning kind of story with the Vancouver Canucks. Jim Benning and Travis Green, the head coach. And the, the, the hard part is a lot of the players like Travis Green. And at, at some points, that's great to have a coach that you like to play for. I don't think we can really ignore that fact. However, at some points, you need the tough love or the guy that you really not necessarily are a huge fan of, but that guy that pushes you harder, helps you win. That's, I think, the thing that the Canucks, I think, started to miss. Because they had that year in 2019-2020. They would have made the playoffs had they just gone one through eight or had the two bottom spots of the wild card. The Canucks would have qualified for the playoffs that year. Outside of the fact that they had to go through a qualifying round to make it to the postseason, to the actual playoffs that year. But regardless, it was the fact that it started to wear off last season and this season it just has never gotten going. So... Yeah, it, times were times needed to change, and it came really quick. First was the firing of the head coach. Travis Green goes out the door, in comes Bruce Boudreau, former Capitals head coach, of course, for many years, was the real kickstarter of the, I don't want to say the dynasty of the Washington Capitals, but certainly got them over the hump to becoming a playoff team, a consistent playoff team as well. Went to the Ducks, coached the Wild, all having... Not Stanley Cup success, obviously, but being a a successful coach and getting the teams that he coached in the playoffs quite frequently. And so that was the first one. That was kind of like, all right, cool, great, get that in there. And we'll see what happens. Firing the coach is the first thing you do. But then they doubled down and decided to clear up the entire front office. Goodbye, Jim Benning. Now, what does this mean? I'm not sure. But the fact of the matter is this, the Vancouver Canucks are obviously going in a different direction. Now, obviously, and the best I think the best part for the Vancouver Canucks right now is the fact that they have probably one of the, both good and bad here, one of the most hands-on owners in the National Hockey League. Uh, Francesco Aquilini is very involved with this hockey club. I know that some, sometimes rubs people the wrong way. General managers like, you know, to the owner, sometimes to keep a hands-off approach, let them run their hockey club. But I, from a, from this side of things, I say that I like to think that my owner, the guy that pays my checks, cares what I do, right? It's very easy to look at, you know, look at a team and be like, oh, you know, I, you know, right now I got in the background, I got the Leafs taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets, Toronto Maple Leafs are owned by the Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment board, not just one person. Now, obviously, that group wants for the best for the Toronto Maple Leafs and the hockey club, and, of course, it's other entities, Raptors, Argos, and TFC, 905, Raptors, 905, Marlies, so on and so forth. The fact of the matter is this, though, is the fact that that's not one person really pushing to get that team to be the best, whereas Aquilini is very hands-on. Heck, Aquilini is the reason why Trevor Linden is no longer was no longer the general manager for the Vancouver Canucks because he said, this is the way I want the team to go. This is how we're going to help this team go in this direction. Linden didn't like it. Out goes Trevor Linden. So to that point, that's why these decisions were made. Stan Smeal right now is the interim general manager. I don't know what the plans are. It doesn't sound like they're really pushing for an immediate replacement at that position right now. They just needed a head coach, and Bruce Boudreau is still available. And, of course, then the next day later, we hear about Elaine Vigneault getting fired from the Philadelphia Flyers. They had lost eight straight hockey games, second to last, only behind or only ahead of the team that has currently lost 11 straight games in the New York Islanders at the time of this recording. They are playing at this time as well, I should probably mention. But the fact of the matter is this, the Philadelphia Flyers were having a very lackluster season and were far below expectations that many believe coming into this season, despite a rather decent start to the year. So... In comes Mike Yo, who was the assistant coach at the time. He's the interim head coach there. I don't know what the goal of these teams are. I don't see this happening to be a case where they pull off a St. Louis Blue scenario. They come in with the interim coach, and they ride it all the way to the Cup Championship and whatnot. I don't think that's going to happen. But the, the topic that I really want to bring up and why I bring this up is because Bruce Boudreau, listen, Gabby is a very entertaining character, and of course, a lot of you know, his success with the Washington Capitals. This is a guy that can help teams turn things around, turn it around quick. So I'm not saying that Bruce Boudreaux is not a good coach and not qualified for the position. But the fact of the matter is this. with Lane Vigneault got fired, the one thing I immediately thought was, all right, who's going to be the guy that takes over? And my problem with my question was I knew exactly what every single other person's answer was going to be who's available. You know, I first one that comes to everyone's mind. Is, oh, we got John Tortorella and there's all these, all these other former NHL coaches that are available on the market. And my thought process came like, you know what? Why doesn't they, why don't they bring someone else up? You know, listen, I, I know Danny Bilesman was not a great head coach. He just happened to have Sidney Crosby on his team, but you know what? He got an honest shot. It was coaching in Wilkes-Barre got brought to the Pittsburgh Penguins after Michelle and got fired, ended up winning the Stanley Cup with that group. And very successful regular season team. They were certainly not a bad team at all. Did things work out, work out in Buffalo? Absolutely not. But as we've seen, nothing's worked out in Buffalo for the past half decade and change. So I think we, our last decade, we should probably just go off there. So I'm not going to give that to Bilesma. But. but the fact of the matter is this. I think there's got to be someone out there that deserves a chance to coach in the National Hockey League. Everyone who always just wants to bring in the next coach that, you know, has coached before, who has, you know, won a Stanley Cup and whatnot, and, and so on. And it's just it's annoying because I think there's other people that can give different looks, and maybe if they get an opportunity, they'll take advantage of it and take the ball and run. Same thing with the general manager position. How long until we have this idea? that you don't need a hockey guy to be the GM. (gasps) Did Tyler just say that? Did Tyler just say the thing I think he said? No hockey guy is running your team? What? That that can't be. This person, whoever the GM has to be, had to play the game when he was a kid and became a scout and went through the system. Well, is that going to work? Will that work? Now you never know. Stan Smeal may be a decent general manager, and you know there could be. And there's a lot of GM positions, a lot of interim GM spots right now in the NHL. I believe four, if I'm not mistaken. Why can't someone that I don't want to say from outside the game, but someone that wasn't specialized in hockey, and listen, I'm going to say something here, and it's going to get a lot of people riled up, but it's a really, really good example. Jerry Krause. Let that settle in. Jerry Krause, the famous Chicago Bulls general manager. And as we learned from the last Dance documentary, a, a, uh, a target of criticism and, and jargoning from Scotty Pippen, Michael Jordan, among others. Well, here's the thing, guys. Do you guys know his job when he before he got hired as the Bulls? He was working with Jerry Reinsdorf's team over at the Chicago White Sox. He was a baseball guy and ended up taking over the general manager position of the Chicago Bulls. And the Chicago Bulls only became a dynasty. And let's be honest, had Jordan not gone to play baseball, that team would never have lost after getting knocked out in 1990. That team would have won eight straight championships. I'm sorry, Hakeem the Dream. You would have never won a championship with Houston. They would never have lost if, if Michael Jordan stayed. I'm just saying. So my point here is, What if there's someone in another sport or someone who kind of has that mindset and that personality that could certainly work as a general manager and could maybe craft a better hockey team for these teams that are struggling to have good general managers? Now, some people are saying, what about Buffalo, Tyler? Kevin Adams didn't come up through the system. He was a business guy. Kevin Adams played in the National Hockey League for many years and is a Stanley Cup champion as well. So, unfortunately, that criteria I just kind of mentioned, he's out. I'm not saying I know who that person is. There may be someone that is in the analytical community that has a hockey mindset and has studied hockey, may have never played, but could be the right fit. There may be some... Heck, guys, I, near, I remember I was listening to Jeff Merrick's show, or the talking to Elliot Friedman, you're telling me there isn't a... If, what if there's a female that has this, uh, as this ability to maybe craft a hockey team? Right? What's wrong with giving that a shot? Why does it have to be a GM that's done this before? Why does, it have to, why does Mark Bergevin have to be the first candidate to go to Vancouver? He just got out of Montreal. What makes you think he wants to go to Vancouver anyways? But to my point is, why isn't there someone taking a look and trying to maybe look at a different avenue? Robert Frost, guys... I know it's a very overstated poem, but take the road less traveled by here. And maybe that may make all the difference. Just something to think about. That's my thing. There's opportunities for other people to be in these positions of power with these hockey clubs. Coaching, I think coaching, you need to have a hockey mind. Ralph Kruger, everyone keeps pointing to Ralph Kruger. I'm like, Ralph Kruger coached in the NHL before he went to go work in soccer overseas in the Premier League, or at Southampton, right? I think it was with Southampton. Regardless, before he came back to Buffalo, he was a hockey guy already. I think as a coach, you need to have a you need to have some form of a hockey background to be a good coach. Unfortunately, kids, you can't be Ted Lasso and do American football and then move over to European football and be successful. That's a TV show, kids. Or pardon me. Uh, a streaming show. I don't necessarily consider it a TV show. Anyways, long story short, just, just something to think about. Just kind of let that sit in your brains for a little bit. We'll kind of look at the scores from today and kind of talk about any other news that's popped in my head in the last couple minutes. Cause unfortunately I know we kind of kind of took a little bit of a deep turn there. But before we get to that point, guys bet online has you covered all season, more props, odds and lines than ever before as football season creeps in towards the playoffs, both the college football playoffs and the NFL playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one sport spot for all sports this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive the bonus. For basketball, football, and National Hockey League, Boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for the 21-22 season. Betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. While we have a moment here, I'll take a look at these scores that are going on tonight on Wednesday night. Unfortunately, by the time I am this recording, all the games on Tuesday are still going on. All 10 games. Are any of them close to being over with? Uh, no, negative Ghost Rider. Too early to tell on all these games. Especially in Tampa, right? As I'm talking about this right now, Montreal is up on Tampa 2-1. That is isn't saint Bell. Uh, at the halfway mark of the third period. So certainly something to keep my eye on here as I wrap this thing up tonight. Only four games on the Wednesday night calendar, though. Philadelphia taking on New Jersey. Flyers still looking for their first win with Mike Yo. That could be a, an important game for them. New Jersey saying, trying to stay after having a over to, you no, know, was it a shootout loss on Monday night? It was a, yeah, shootout loss to the Senators after a shootout loss, still at 500, trying to stay at 500 or above. When they host Philly at 7 o'clock. The Rangers hosting Colorado. The Avalanche starting to find their footing a little bit here. Certainly making it tough. Especially for a Rangers team that is certainly showing that they are possibly for real right now. That game at Madison Square Garden. The Vancouver Canucks under 1-0 head coach Bruce Boudreaux hosting the Boston Bruins. Yes, the rematch of the 2011 Stanley Cup Finals 10 years ago. I wonder how many people are going to be booing for both teams on on. Wednesday night at Rogers Arena. That'll be an interesting game. 9 o'clock puck drop there. And a little further west, 10 o'clock puck drop, the TNT game, because God forbid TNT broadcast a game at 7 o'clock. Vegas hosting Dallas at 10 o'clock start time for that one. That's just about really all I have for today's episode, folks. I do apologize. But I can hint at this. Number one, we got John Walton coming up later this week. Johnny Walton will be speaking to us. On Friday, getting ready for the return of the Washington Capitals, knock on wood, we hope, on Friday against the Pittsburgh Penguins, and just kind of get caught up on how things are feeling. Tomorrow, we are going to do a little bit more fun as well. I, I know we've said into deep dives, but there's two things I really want to go on here. I want to talk about the Olympics a little bit. Both the, I, I think we should address the China, the China, the Chinese hockey team. Unfortunately, I don't have a whole lot of time today. We're already about the half hour mark already. And also the fact that I want to talk about the World Junior Championships as well. I want to talk about that because there's a couple players the Washington Capitals fans may want to keep their eyes on when they see the rosters that are going to be playing in teams, playing in Edmonton, coming up later this month. Boxing Day, guys. World Junior season hits back. I'm so happy. So that'll be our talking points tomorrow. Don't worry. We'll still have the Washington Capitals flare a little bit with it. Hence why we're talking about the World Juniors. Talk about the players and whatnot that... People could keep their eyes on in DC, so don't worry. And we may even talk about a little about the goaltending and get it caught up on the Hershey Bears a little bit here. I know the Bears they haven't played, they had that COVID issues themselves. In fact, seven teams had to suspend operations in the American Hockey League over the past couple of weeks. So, but we'll talk about them a little bit as well tomorrow. Alright, how about that? That will make give that'll make it a little bit easier to listen to, right? I hope so. Also, we may have some news coming up here soon as well. Some news And new additions, maybe. You have to stay tuned. How do you stay tuned? You follow us at Locked On Caps on Twitter. And follow me, the insider of the insiders, Tyler Kuehl at TJKU29 on Twitter, on Instagram, and yes, on TikTok. I did it. I know. I'm so sorry. I feel bad for everything that I've ever done. Long story short, follow us and keep in tune. Thank you very much for making Locked On Capitals your first listen and first watch of today and every day. Go make Lockdown your best your second listen. Go your boy Q and Lee Sterling give you expert now. have my favorite betting needs. We will be back tomorrow with another episode of Lockdown Capitals. Until then, we'll see you guys and gals.